This is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. Make the time to subscribe. Now let's pull back those sheets. Can we talk about the relationships? Can we talk it over, see how we can build? Only you and I know that's the way it goes. In this big old bed, the talk it over show. Talk it over. It's your man, K.I. from Bed-Stuy, and we have another amazing podcast. We have some amazing guests up in the building. Uh, let's see. This is Talk It Over. Talk It Over is the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed. And because we are honoring our social distance, we're doing our due diligence, we are talking it over in our own big old beds. So let's see who we got in the building. Oh, I think I see Robin. Miss Robin, what's good? Uh, hey. How you doing? Welcome back. All's well. Love having you on the show. Uh, let's see. Who else we got? We got Sister Sasha. Privyat. How are you, Sasha? Hi, everyone. I am actually joining from a car seat. So. Okay. That's close nice. enough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, better, better. We, we're happy to have you however we can get you. And, uh, oh, I believe my man Changa Bell is in the building. Changa, what's good with you? Hey, man, I, I, you know, Robin wasn't here last time, so I figured I would not. I don't know. I'm late. <laughs> Everybody was asking about you, too. Like, is Changa coming on? So you, your, your buddy, uh, especially your buddy Sasha, she was asking about you over there. She was like, Changa and I seem to be aligned. I'm like, yeah, that's good, because I, I, there are two people I can antagonize. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I got a lot of feminine energy. I do, you know, yeah. that's why I don't have a lot of male friends. They'd be like, man, you just like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I love you. And I, and I shared that. Actually, I shared that with them. Uh, but I'm glad you got to say that for yourself. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, we have Miss Bree bringing the tea. What's good, Bree? Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me. Ow, in the building. So Bree is uh, actually going to fill in for Big O as far as the question of the day. We'll see Big O next week. Big O down in NC doing his chores. All right. <laughs> Driving him mama around. Good. Yes. <laughs> up, Miss Big you, Big O. That's right. Yeah, That's right. right. I was going to say. Yeah, it's drive Big Mama. Wherever Big Mama want to go, take her. All right. So uh, we have another amazing podcast. I'm glad to see everybody alive and well. Uh, again, this is Talk It Over, the only dating relationship podcast that begins in bed, but we are honoring social distance, so we're in our own big old beds until further notice. Uh, let's see. All right, so it's customary. We always kick it off with the feel-good story today. You all ready for that one? Yes, yeah. This is a really good one. Hang on. Hang tight. Hold on. Let me... Get my situation together. I got to be, no. <laughs> gotta put my reading glasses on. Okay, here we go. Six-year-old girl has an adorable dance-off with her grandfather six feet apart. All right. Oh. Yeah. So Kyra Neely lives across the street from her grandfather, but hasn't been able to spend quality time with him due to the COVID outbreak. Kira 
Neely, six, loves spending quality time with her grandfather. Blah, 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 blah. I said that. Okay. Uh, though hugs are off the table due to uh, social distancing amid the coronavirus breakout, Kira found a new way to hang out with her papa <clears throat> by way of a heartwarming dance-off. Okay, mom, Sherry Neely, wrote on Facebook that her parents live across the street from her and her daughter in Nashville. And so they're used to spending, obviously, quality time together. But because of uh, COVID, they have been keeping the social distance. Um, and so this is this is absolutely adorable. You guys have to look it up. It's hilarious. Um, and so there's a video of the little girl um, having a dance off with her grandfather. And the, the grandfather is like 81 years old. Oh, yes. Yeah. And it says... Uh, so, so uh, Kira loves her, her papa so much. They've now started daily dance-offs. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Sherry, the mother says that, uh, she said, my dad is turning 81 years old next month and she had never seen him dance before. Mm. And wow. so, yes. And so she says that he's been really putting forth great effort and some special moves in this video dance off. And if you have a chance to look it up and look at it, it will warm your heart on multiple levels. Oh, and I gotta see that. <laughs> Where do we find it again? Um, so I found it on people.com. Okay. Human interest, but it, it, it made, um, it made uh, Good Morning America. Mm. Oh, nice. That yeah. is too adorable. It, it is unbelievable. And, and what makes it for me especially heartwarming is that the little girl, clearly like a, a biracial uh, uh, parent. Mm -hmm. So the little girls uh, appears to be like a uh, mixed African-American and something. And the grandfather is uh, Caucasian. Mm. Oh wow! And so, nice. and so you see them standing across the street. It couldn't be. It couldn't be a more different, you know, uh, look in terms of culture, age, and everything. But when Aww. you see it, yeah, oh, wow, that's cute. It is absolutely, yeah. It is absolutely adorable. And it was the first story that popped up, and I was like, definitely want to show that. It was. It's really mm. beautiful. So if you get a chance, check it out. It's. Uh, Six-year-old six year old has a dance-off with her grandfather, Kira Neely, and they are in Nashville. Oh, that is, is too yeah, cute. It's, it's really wonderful. So, That's it. I'm getting yeah. my boombox knives, and I'm coming across the street, Come on. and we're battling. Let's do it. Let's have a dance-off. Knowing me, I'll probably trip and fall over something, but, you know. <laughs> So that's my clumsiness. But uh, so are we ready for the, the hot topic today? Mm -hmm. Let's get it in, Bree. Bringing the tea. Yes. yes so today's Bri. question of the day Come is on. healthy compromise: to give or not to give. Mm -hmm. So, what do you guys define as a healthy compromise? What is a healthy compromise? It's healthy to just say yes to her. <laughs> <laughs> it's healthy to say yes. Yeah. Well, you know what? That there it is. That concludes our, that this podcast. It's the podcast. <laughs> podcast <laughs> Look, y'all enjoy the rest of the day. I guess I'll see y'all next week. That's it. Here's the answer. Thank you, Changa. Uh, 
Well, can I say what I will say? Please. Is that I had to learn that it took me to go through therapy, honestly, to learn what a healthy compromise was. And I had to learn that I had to set boundaries within myself Mm -hmm. in order to have a healthy compromise. Because there were times when, you know, like we would get into arguments, myself and my ex-boyfriend, we would get into arguments. And then like a couple of days later, he'd assume that everything was fine. And that started becoming a pattern. So when we officially broke up, he kind of assumed that like, oh, she's going to get back with me in a couple of days because I hadn't set that boundary of like, no, um, you know, this was it for me. You crossed this line, you know, like, and that ultimately led to me realizing that there wasn't a healthy compromise. I've kept giving myself and not, you know, setting that boundary of like, okay, no, I, this is what I'm going to give. This is what I'm expecting in return. And, you know, that way I won't lose myself within that process. And I ended up doing that. So I think within a healthy compromise, you have to have boundaries, not only for the relationship, but for yourself. Yeah, I, I like that. That's awesome. I don't believe in compromising at all. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, but but I probably do something that is, I, you know, I, I think my trouble may be just with the word, right? So to me, when I think of compromise, I think of not getting everything I want, right? And the mm-hmm. idea in this life is to get everything that you want, one, provided you know what it is you want. Two, right. it doesn't cause harm and distress to another human being. So the, so the idea of compromise, and, 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 I, and I commission all of you to help me with this, which is why we do these, these shows, right? It's cathartic, right? It's designed to help us improve as, as human beings so that we can be of greater service. Mm-hmm. So immediately compromise comes across to me as a bad thing because I'm like, I, I feel like I should, I, I put on this earth, to get everything that I want, provided I know what it, those things are, what they look like, and how it will allow me to be a better person so that I can be of greater service to my fellow life mates. So yeah. if, if, if you all have anything that will, will commission uh, a different mindset or you know, a shifting of mindsets, because I, I don't work to compromise. I think I do <laughs> because I, 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 I was right along with you. I had a real difficult time with the word itself. The word for many, many years said to me, I got, I I have to have less than, or I have to give myself less than, or I have to, it it was all me. Right. So when we're talking about a partnership or a relationship, a late relationship, I found that if you take your focus off of the word, you think about with compromise, there is no, you don't win or lose. Right. So if it's two people, you don't come out of win. It, it, to have a healthy compromise, there should be no winner or loser. Mm-hmm. So I think if you can fit, and that's how I had to think of it in order to, you know, not have, you know, not get my way kind of thing or whatever, or have the last sure. word or be right all the time or whatever. Sure. <laughs> don't need major, 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 major work in that area. But I try to focus on, I mean, love is a two way street, you know, and a relationship is a two way street. It takes two to tango, all of those things. So mm-hmm. if, if you're going to think about just you and the word compromise and have that problem with, well, then I'm not going to be, be able to be all me. Mm-hmm. Well, then there's, then that's not a two way street anymore. You know yeah. what I'm kind of saying? Yeah. If you view it that way, I think it, I think it opens up a, 
uh, it broadens the, the 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 terminology, if you will, I guess. Sure. No, I, I welcome that. You know? So, yeah. so here's some here's some thoughts and questions uh, before Sasha jumps in. Uh, let's say, what is a healthy compromise? How how do I find a happy medium? I, like so, um, a happy medium kind of works for me. Um, does compromise mean surrender? So. I, well, I think uh, to to borrow from all of you, like with Bree and, and Robin, and, and you said, for, from my experience in going through couples therapy uh, with my ex, and then uh, you know using that that knowledge with my current relationship with my wife, that there is a, a collaboration. You you release the word compromise, yes, and you put collaboration. I think this was actually yeah. Stephen Covey. They got me into that win-win. So it has to be a win-win. And in collaboration, collaboration, you're shoulder to shoulder. You you objectively look at whatever issue or thing that may be divisive. Whereas in compromise, there is a win-lose. And you don't, you know, with with a loving situation, you don't want your spouse to lose. And you also don't want to be a loser. So what, what we do is we don't move forward unless we can have consensus, unless we have true collaboration. Yes. Uh, And then... You know, I guess in that way, it's a lose-lose, you know, or later, later, you know, just later, later. But, uh, you know, it, it will eventually get done. But not until both people feel comfortable moving forward, uh, do we just don't do it. So I've replaced the word because I agree. I hate the um, I hate the word compromise and I use collaboration. Thank you. Wow. That's a good one. That's a good one. There it is. Yes. Yeah. Sasha, you got anything you want to throw in? She like yeah. She like yeah. I won't punch you in your head. Can't yeah. <laughs> see Sasha's face today. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm back. I'm back. Um, hopefully the reception will be okay for the next few minutes. But if we just want, if we just back up a little bit because it's kind of a lot to unpack here. So if you talk about a compromise early on, it's really like a spectrum of what you feel comfortable with, right? Like early on in a relationship, because we probably all know people that have moved across the country, moved across the world, right? We know of people that have switched uh, religions maybe, or allowed for um, the partner to have a difference, like a different, I don't know, political affiliation or something like that. And as long as it works for them in their particular partnership slash union, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. We talk about um, people, maybe they tend to be younger and their deal breaker would be like, I don't want to date anyone with children and at the mm-hmm. same time you always hear of successful partnerships unions where that become like blended families so for some people it doesn't matter right, right. so it's really a spectrum of like where do you fall on the spectrum of what you're comfortable with and then is your partner there with you right are you a match are you the two puzzle pieces that fit together Mm. um however i resent the notion of uh saying of i think um naz you said that a compromise is a loss on somebody it's it's a very sort of self-absorbed way to look at it 
a compromise is a win-win situation. And it's, if you look at it long-term, like it, it's not what you're giving up. You are supposed to, supposed to be gaining a lot more in return, right? Because your partner is happier and you're making the decision to give it up from the beginning. So it's sort of up to you. So if you're having second thoughts, maybe the setup isn't for you to begin with. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I, I agree with, uh, I, I like the melding of everybody's um, particular perspective. I think that, I think when, uh, when you enter, uh, when you're starting out courting or dating, one of the reasons uh, we wanted to come up with this 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 uh, discussion uh, or podcast is because I felt like a lot of these questions that we ask these are conversations that be that should be happening early on in the courting dating process, right? Yeah. So that a compromise, I think, compromising. No one wants to compromise in the early onset, right? Because they feel mm-hmm. like they're giving up or giving over a part of themselves to someone that they don't really know, right? And they don't even know if they're gonna invest that kind of time. So I think right. that con- the context of time definitely plays a role in it. And uh, it, I, you know, our married, uh, our married people could probably speak to it a whole lot better, right? There are things that probably in the beginning that you weren't willing to compromise or concede um, but now that you're in a marriage and there's that longevity in that history and that time, you're willing to make certain concessions, right? You're willing to compromise certain things, right? Because you see the big picture. Uh, I'll get, I have two examples that are sort of on the opposite ends of the spectrum. So one of them is a, is a girlfriend of mine who is um, single and is actively dating. And her recent deal breaker, she lives in the city in Manhattan and she met somebody and they got along. They went on several dates, but he lived in the Bronx and she was like, okay, well, a, it's too far. There's no (laughs) way I'm going to travel to the Bronx to sleep over at his house, which means that he will always be sleeping over at my house. And that is not a compromise (laughs) I'm willing to make this early on. So Yes. Felt that. I felt that. But that's that. just her, right? right. Um, for some people, it probably would have been a non-factor. Yes. So, um, at the it, same time, I've been listening to this podcast, and maybe some of you are familiar with it. It's called Ear Hustle. I recommend it wholeheartedly. It is um, a prison. It's based um, in prison in California and they don't focus so much on the cases, but they focus on like the day to day lives of mm-hmm. uh, people that are incarcerated and are all who are serving life sentences and like how do and their families, their partners are willing to make that type of relationship work. So they're willing to compromise. Right. They're willing to drive every weekend several hours they are back with children to try Mm -hmm. to retain some sort of normalcy um you know despite this being a constant for the rest of their marriage so that's actually so uh, funny that you say that Sasha a friend of mine is currently incarcerated he's been for a few years now 
his girlfriend from years ago, she eventually got married to him out there, you know, while he was incarcerated. They ended up like getting conjugals. She's pregnant. They have two kids. She brings the kids out there to visit him. You know, they're aware of who their dad is, why he's there and stuff. And, you know, I was talking with my grandmother and my aunt about it yesterday. And I was like, me personally? I couldn't, you know, like that, that's not something that I would be willing to do in the back and forth. But for her, like gratefully, you know, she was able to say, you know what, I'm willing to make this compromise or this sacrifice or, you know, this um contribution, you know, commitment for him. So that way, you know, we can continue on with whatever life. And I think that's where it comes down to, like you said, that spectrum of of compromise right that like that definition of it and kind of looking back and knowing yourself right and knowing like okay this is a, a deal breaker for me this is what i'm again those boundaries what i'm willing to allow and what i'm not willing to allow at all you know and like again like i said that's something that i wouldn't have been like uh, i don't know you incarcerated i don't think we could start a happy family while you're incarcerated so so i and you you said hit on something i was going to bring up so is sacrifice and compromise, are they the same? Like, do you have to, inside of compromising, do no. you have to, is, do you have to? No, absolutely no. not. Yeah. No. no. Okay. Absolutely no. not. Yeah. But what I, what I wanted to say too earlier, when I think of compromise, I also think of like, um, like little arguments within the relationship, right? So like my last relationship, we were kind of like, Listen, I don't I don't like when you stay out till two in the morning and I'm here by myself all the time. Right. And he's like, well, listen, this is a part of my lifestyle. So we ended up coming to an agreement because this was a constant argument. You know, like you always coming in at two in the morning, you know, the lifestyle I live. And I'm like, I miss you. So eventually we're like, OK, you know what? On the weekends, you do whatever, you're out to two in the morning. But Monday through Friday, you're coming home at least by 12 o'clock and you come home to me, we cuddle, we eat, whatever. You know, like we came, that was a compromise for us. It wasn't major. Like I didn't feel like I was giving so much of myself. You know, like I didn't feel like I had to sacrifice anything. I wasn't asking him to sacrifice anything. But just to come to an agreement so that way the relationship can can continue to grow. You know, like, but it becomes a little bit more different when it's like, well, I have this business deal out in California and I want you to pick up and move your life. You know, from New York to California, that's a little bit of a more, that's growth. That's, you know, not necessarily a compromise to me. Okay. So Robin, you, you were shaking your head. Oh, well, when you said surrender, you know, does it mean surrender or whatever? And I just, I mean, I absolutely no. that, you know, that's like a big negative. Um, yeah. because if it did, then that, don't, don't get involved, you know, like right. don't get involved because, and I think the biggest thing with compromise for me, and I think probably for most people is, um, I mean, a, you have to know yourself. That's just fact. And, again, there's no right or wrong. It's just, it's just you. So if you are in a relationship and, you know, a little bit of time is going on and you're feeling kind of like you're not yourself, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of a red flag. That's like, you know, why, why am I not feeling like myself, you know, and don't, you know, investigate why that, why that is. Don't wait too long. Um, other things mm-hmm. that, uh, like, for, you know, let the, let's say I'm feeling like my needs or wants are not met, whatever they may be, and mm-hmm. you may not even be aware of them. Yeah. Maybe I'm not even aware of them, but something is feeling 
a little bit negative. You know, I have to check myself and what that stuff really is. And it's no fault of yours. You know, you may be great and doing all and everything, you know, that you need to do. But if I keep feeling like that, resentments come in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let me, let me, let me ask, uh, like, I would, I would say that, uh, that a question more for, uh, for Changa and Sasha and, and even actually you, Robin, children, right? Children inside of a marriage or relationship definitely create, uh, do they create greater, uh, situations or times where, um, either of you feel like you have to compromise or give up something, uh, right? Because that's the greater good, right? The children mm -hmm. actually represent the greater good, right? So do you ever feel like you have to compromise something that you want um, because it's for that greater good, for the children? Well, unfortunately, my situation... I kind of won all the time, so that's not a good thing. I'm, right. I'm, I'm admitting my guilt right, right. there. Um, so was there compromise? Yeah, but it wasn't on my end. Right. So back to what Changa <laughs> was saying. I love I'm it. sorry. I'm just being honest. So that goes to what Changa said in the very beginning about, <laughs> yes, dear. Right, 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 right. Right. Yes, right. You were. Right, right. But there's a whole well, other dynamic that comes from that, too, you know, so... I yeah. think in a bad relationship. So to your question, guys, in my previous relationship, it wasn't a good relationship. It was one that was very lopsided, sort of like what Robin talked about. She won all the time because I would I would think about things like that, like, oh, the greater good. The greater good is the good that's for you. <laughs> you, know, you sure. know, that, that is what I learned after having my lawyer smack me upside of my face, like literally slap me in the face. Right. Because I was crying, leaving the courtroom because I didn't sure. want to be without my daughter. So sure. he, he had this, right. oh, let her see you cry. Like he hid me around the corner. Right. And, yeah. um, you know, so it was that kind of stuff that, that, no, we don't, we don't even, my wife and I don't even get into that realm because we're in a positive relationship. So right. I think recognizing the kind of relationship you have first and, yeah. uh, you know, they're rarely issues of, of uh, you know, boundary setting, which is like a war. Right. When right. you're going to say, oh, Maryland is going to expand. We're coming right. in Pennsylvania. like we're, we're constantly resetting boundaries where that was what my previous relationship was. It was just a new boundary every day mm -hmm. on the line. And it was very, uh, you know, that's what we label sort of toxic or draining or whatever. It's, it's nothing against her. Sure. Just, it was just our melding wasn't meant to, to melt. Right. It was a completely different situation here. So no. Uh, as far as the kids, it doesn't make a difference at all because we don't. That's sort of background. We're 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 first. If we're yeah. healthy, they're healthy. That's the way we look at it. So absolutely, yeah, I love mm -hmm. that. Outlook. So so um, I, yep. Go ahead. Oh, I had a question. I have a question for you guys. What are some things that are like non-negotiable for you guys in the relationship? <laughs> <laughs> We talking, we talking X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, whatever it is. Yeah, because you got to keep your fingers to yourself when we talk <laughs> non-negotiable. I mean, I, I have one. I have one. Um, it's just, and it's just mine. It's just a little. I have to. I have to. Um, I have to know that or feel that somebody is is responsible, and when I. When I mean responsible, I, I, I mean, obviously in many ways, um, mm -hmm. but 
especially in a financial way. So yeah. I don't, and that doesn't have anything to do with, with a dollar amount or anything like that. Right. It just means, mm-hmm. you know, can you take care of your own? And clearly do you do that on your own? And, right. and, and because basically I don't really want to know about it. You know, mm-hmm. like I come with mine, you come with yours, whatever it is, we mesh, we put together, whatever you end up doing, depending on the, you know, the situation you're in, the time of your life you're in or whatever. But if I start to feel like somebody is just really irresponsible financially and we're going to get together and I'm the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm sorry. That, that there's just, that's just trouble. It's just trouble. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see my, I can never find my way out of that ever. Yep. <laughs> so you don't see yourself compromising um, what you believe in, even if you feel like you really love that person or want to be with that person. Like that's it for you. That well, you draw the line right there. And then what happens also with a new relationship is, you know, I don't know. I'm not, it's not going to say this is me, but let's just say, I know that's a pet peeve of yours or whatever. And, and I'm going to do everything I can to make it look like I'm, 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 that's what I do. Right. Right. But if you really don't do that, I mean, those, those signs start to come out and it starts to unravel mm-hmm. a little bit. And that's just a, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of like an end all for me because sure. I don't know, we're just going to clash on things. And, yep. um, and then, and then you know what happens? Then it's like, oh, well, you know, you know, money's so important to me. And, you know, it's not all about, and, and it's, it's not about the money. No, it's just I'm about being responsible and being able to take care of yourself and take care of your own and not right. having anybody's business, you know? So, mm-hmm. so would you, would you all agree that it's good to get at these questions and concerns sooner than later? Right. When you're, when you're entering into a, a new paradigm, a relationship, courting, dating, whatever it is, it's good to be able to have these, uh, these conversations as soon as possible. Uh, I, I mean, you don't have to, you don't have to create I mean, any them, of them. Yeah. but organically, yeah. like you want to have this be a part of something that is, um, a main frame of getting to know another person. Right. Mm-hmm. right? Some of those questions you can't even ask, but you can, those are, those are certainly some things that you could. Sure. And then be aware of too. And figure out, you know? Right. Yeah. Cause I feel like, um, subliminally you'll also see those things coming out of right. that person. The more you observe them, the right. more you, you know, see their actions and stuff. You're like, okay, hold on. You just got paid, and instead of paying your bills, you went and partied. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> right. no okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I can, back, I can veggie back off what Robin is saying. My, my real pet peeve is accountability. Like, yeah. if you're going to, you know, it's kind of like responsibility, but just being accountable for, like, your own shit. Like, when you mess mm-hmm. up, don't try to, you know, put, yeah, just own it. Don't put that on me right. or, or create right. stories. Just being accountable, that is, like... Right. That's a, a deal breaker for me if you can't be accountable for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and uh, so so Bree, what uh, for those who have just joined us on Talk It Over? Uh, what's our topic today? Yes, our topic is healthy compromise to give or not to give. That is the question. So I have a uh, from let's see, Elite Daily, EliteDaily.com, a piece written by Allison Siegel. Uh, she has six compromises in a relationship you can expect to make when it's healthy, right? And I will, uh, you can look it up, but I'll go on into the six. One is the way you fight. Uh, another is how and when you have sex. Uh, the third, uh, and Robin, you spoke to this, where your finances go, right? And then there is the fourth, 
are mutual hobbies. Mm-hmm. Five, your parenting habits. Six, your relationship to time. Your relationship to time. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Elite Daily, the young, uh, the, the uh, person who wrote this piece is Allison Siegel, and it's the six compromises in a relationship you can expect to make when it's healthy. Right. So Ooh. you all can go. People can go and check it out and see what um, what those six things are specifically. But those, um, are, good. those yep. are good ones. I was going to I was going to mention uh, the, the kind of similar hobby type thing or, or likes, not really hobbies, but more interest. Yeah. And I and I found um, in the history of my life, um, <laughs> there's there's definitely people it. it and again, it's not me because I've never found myself to, I will try things. I will, I remember somebody wanted to, to take up like salsa dancing or whatever. And I'm like, you are never going to get me in those shoes at one of those <laughs> places or whatever. And, and guess what? Like I was all in and he was quitting and I was like still in, like I was, I was loving it. So I, like I said, I think last week I said, I'll, I'll pretty much try anything unless I'm just, let, yeah, no, I'm out. I'm out. Don't right. want to, you go. Sure. But there's lots of people that I have um, experienced in my life that was sort of want to act like they're maybe interested in, let's just call it like, like physical fitness type thing or whatever it might be. They, they bring it upon themselves to make them look like, Oh, they're all into that. Well, they, they've sort of rested a little bit for the last few years, but they really want to get into it. They really have no intention whatsoever. And I'm always spending my time trying to say, you do you and you be you, be you mm-hmm. because that's the person that's going to come out in the end anyway. Yep. They're always right. going to be busting out of the seams no matter how much you try to sew them in. And mm-hmm. that's the person I'm going to have to love or like or be involved with or keep at a distance as a friendship or whatever. And the minute you try to do all those things that are you think are going to make me like you more, it just it blows up. It just blows up. Oh, so yeah. I find myself yeah. always trying to say, can, can you just be you? And that person's always going, yeah, but you don't like that. Or, or I know that's going to make you mad or whatever. And I'm going, listen, then the ball's in my court to decide whether I want to stay or not. But right. you have to change you. So one of those big red flags is if for, for you or the other person, if you are finding yourself not giving up things that you like mm-hmm. for the sake of the other, not being you for the sake of the other. And you get those feelings. Those are gut instinct feelings that says, what is wrong with this picture? Right. You got to look at that picture. You just have to. And again, mm-hmm. it doesn't make anybody a winner or a loser. doesn't make anybody right or wrong. But if you can't come in with your uniqueness and be accepted with that uniqueness, you don't change mm-hmm. for people. Just don't change for people. Right. You just can't. I agree. Right. Yeah. I mean, because if it's, if, it's, if it's going to work, it's going to work because you're presenting your authentic true self. Right. And if it's not, it, 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 and if it doesn't work, it's not because you're a bad person. It's just right. that you're not aligned. Right. right. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no ability to maybe collaborate. Come on. Sasha. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> What's up, Sasha? Come on. I saw Sasha's face. Come on with it. Me too. Come on I mean, with it, Sasha. I have to say that in my experience, my life experience, I've seen people who are open to relationships and who mm-hmm. aren't. People who are open, and I don't know what that depends on, age, I don't know, when they're born, like sign-wise, I don't really 
I don't don't know. Um, They are experienced maybe in relationships, whatever that might be. But those who are open, those who approach every, let's say, all things being equal, every healthy relationship with, um, you know, yes, I'm I'm committed with with the mindset of being committed can make it work with a lot of people. And those who are closed off, like nothing will ever be right for them. And Mm -hmm. they probably most likely have created their sort of bubbles, their lives that no one else can really walk into, right? Right. And feel comfortable. So, So it's sort of like either you're accepting of this like one-sided as a partner of that you know bubble person either you're accepting of this one-sided relationship where you're not really getting much in return or probably not as much you deserve and that's when Mm -hmm. you talk about oh compromising sacrificing like all these like sort of negative connotations that go with those uh terms or if both people are open, then it's not a compromise. It's just moving through life together. Like Both, I remember, yeah, yeah I remember well, the like, collaboration. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Yes. I mean, yes, certain things are important. Yeah. Financial transparency is very important in a relationship because you have to exist. You have mm-hmm. to pay for the roof over your head. You have to eat. You have, mm-hmm. if you have children, you have to provide for those children. Like you're obligated legally to provide <laughs> a safe environment for those children. So no certain put things, off finance, right? Right. So so certain things are needed. Now, again, a spectrum, a broad range of what's needed for each specific person, where they live, what they're used to, what they're willing to get used to, whatever. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's, that's like for each couple to decide. Um, and, but I mean, otherwise everything is adjustable and everything you can sort of create for yourself. It's not, it's not really giving that much up. I'll give you an example. This was a long time ago and I can't remember if I was still dating my now husband or maybe we were like newly married, but it's probably dating because it was, it had to do with going to the gym and I went to, we both went to this fancy gym, which <laughs> in retrospect, the compromise once I, once we had a child, I had to buy, um, hire a babysitter. We had to give off the fancy membership, uh-huh. <laughs> but whatever. So that was a compromise. Uh, but I wanted to hire a trainer, probably like for the wedding or something. And he was like, I don't care. Like go with um, who you want please don't hire a dude. And I like, I probably wouldn't have anyway. And he was like, I just don't feel comfortable. They're like so close and like, the stretching and like, like I don't feel yeah. comfortable yeah. with that. Right. You want them around the good easy about the marriage. <laughs> right. So train you. Right. Like I probably could have, put up some fight or argument like, oh, it's freedom, you know, trust me. But it wasn't a big deal. I'm right. like, right. yeah, whatever. Like okay. it is what it is. So 
So small things like that, I don't even consider them compromises or sacrifices. It's just you are together with this person. That was a concession. Mm-hmm. You were willing to concede that. That wasn't a that wasn't a big deal to you. I didn't there, see yeah. it as such. Yeah. But yeah, but then other things, um, you know, we do have to talk about and financially, like we have an older car, we need to upgrade a car. And currently we disagree because he feels that we both work very hard, so he wants something luxury. I personally, living in the city, maybe drive twice a year. Right. So, like, for me, uh, a Honda hybrid is as good as I'm willing to consider. And he's like, oh, yeah, but, like, I drive to work. And, like, my coworkers laugh at me because, like, I put Aww. up in this hybrid and blah, blah, blah. And everyone is in, like, their luxury SUVs. And, and it's probably something that I'm going to just have to give into because it doesn't if it makes him feel that like if, if Happy, that's something yeah. he in fact does work really hard so i mean mm-hmm. we both do so yes he deserves everything you know right it's not uh, hurting anyone yeah it makes him right. happy why not now, right right now do you do you so. all have i don't want to say arguments but do you have uh healthy or strong debates around that Oh uh, yeah, I mean he knows where I stand, but okay. at the same he but my situation, my experience with driving is, you know, Different twice a year sure. I drive somewhere right. for right. whatever reason. Like it's um I'm a I live in the city for a reason. I like to walk, I like to bike, so right. it's it's not a priority. Right. He happens to drive to work every day Absolutely. or, you mm-hmm. know, so it's, it's a different experience for sure. him entirely. So because he uses it, I feel that mm-hmm. it's probably more important. So, yes. And I think also yeah. cause we're talking about compromise. I think it's different personal compromises for you guys, right? You're like, I, I prefer, you know, I like walking. I like biking. I like, he's like, I drive, you know, like this is how I transport to and from work and home and stuff, you know? So it's like you, you investing in yourself and knowing, again, knowing those things and loving that person to say, it's not hurting me. It's not going to hurt you. It's actually going to make you happy. So, okay. You know, like it's going to be more convenient for you, you know, like, cause again, I think about it, like for me, I'm, I'm single. If I was in the relationship or not in a relationship, that's something I would think about. I, I live in the city. There's no reason for me to get a car. I like taking the train. You know, I'm a people watcher. I like watching. But now if my boyfriend does, he drives and he wants to like, okay, by all means, uh, that's not something I personally would want to do. And I don't think you should because of my personal, but if it makes you happy and you can do it by all means, I'm team go get a car. <laughs> Small right. wins will mm-hmm. get you far. Yeah. You give yes. a little bit, and in return, you get a lot. So, so, yeah. and, and so no, I, I agree. So, uh, so, and and a lot of this, right? What usually does an undo does a relationship, in my estimation, isn't the big things, right? It's always yeah. those little small in between things that you never really think about or they're never really a problem until they are a problem, right? These things. That's the golden ticket, Nas. You just got it. Yeah. So so to be able to have these conversations once again 
is what Talk It Over is all about, right? None of us are subject matter experts, right? Right. As a matter of fact, don't ask me nothing about Satan and Not Randy. at all. Not even close. <laughs> don't, even, don't ask me nothing. I'm currently single. Yeah. So, uh, you know, so once again, this is Talk It Over. Um, I want to go around the, the room and get the temperature on on everyone here in just in terms of are you are you the person who does most of the compromising or and it could be in any relationship it could be work it could be with family friends uh significant other do you find that you're the person doing most of the compromising or are you the one that is on the let's say receiving end of the collaboration <laughs> as we call it so robin uh ask you Why first. me first because you know you robin that's why okay I, I guess you guess <laughs> just guess I'm, you, you can all probably just guess <laughs> yes okay uh changa you said it earlier yeah Not said <laughs> no no I'm, I'm completely spoiled i i definitely get the higher end of that stick because she just always tells me yes that's awesome. Aww. Your wife is awesome. Lady D is an awesome person. Uh, Sasha. I couldn't even, I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I probably pretty much get anything. I mean, I don't know. It's not a, it's not an argument. You, we you're, agree you're, on things. Yeah. You're the winner. You're the winner in the, in the, it was, it's not, it. yeah. It's I don't know. I mean, I feel like I give a lot, but I get a lot. Maybe it's 50, 50 then. So sure. it's, yeah. Yeah. And it, and again, it doesn't have to necessarily be in relationships, right? It could be in business. It could be with family. Um, uh, what, what about you, Brie? Um, I'm more of the giver. I know you're spoiled. Never mind. <laughs> No, I actually give a lot, though, and I'm learning to have a healthy balance between compromise, not giving too much, not receiving too much, you know, just right in the middle. Right on. Um, So, I mean, Changa, I I think you said it the best, collaboration, right? So Mm -hmm. you you help morph um, the notion of a compromise, which, you know, in the beginning, I said it always had negative connotations to me. To, to a more collaborative um, outcome. And so I would definitely say that I, I love collaborating. I love sharing. I love doing things with other people, right? So if it means giving up a, a large percentage of something that I personally want for the good of the people that I'm in a collaboration with, I'm all about it. I mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Or, or 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 at least co-creation. I think Brie yeah, one of them said the word co-creation. It's the same yeah. thing, but yeah. like you're you're more excited about you know raising that baby together equally as opposed absolutely. to yeah, you know, yeah. and you know somebody losing. So yeah, collaboration, co-creation, any of those yeah. kind of similar words. Yeah, I, I mean that that's that's important, right? And that those are the things that that really <clears throat> build and uh, cultivate and nurture communities, collaborating, working cooperatively together. And that's what this is all about. And so with that said, I want to take this time to thank all of my my uh, guest co-hosts, right? Because we're all collab co-collaborators in this journey, right? In this experience. And so I thank you all for coming out um, and doing the podcast. Uh, Changa Bell in the building once again. Uh, will you come back and join us for another uh, podcast sometime in the future? Every invitation I get is going to be a yes. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Miss Robin, 
You got me. There you go. I love it. Bree bringing the tea. I ain't going to ask you. You, you right. Look, you we, know missed I'm you here. we missed you the last couple of weeks. Where were you? I'm so sorry. I was in Atlantic City partying it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Living my best life. That's what's up. And Miss <laughs> Sasha. Yes. Can we can we hope to see our here? Absolutely. From yes, absolutely. <laughs> if you guys will have me back, I'll come back. That's my sparring partner right there. For some reason, we got that. I love, I love getting into it with Sasha. Um, Between I, on, her and Robin, they had me cracking up today. <laughs> nah, Sasha's like so nice. I'm like, gosh, Sasha, you're teaching yeah. me. <laughs> she got company. She's in the car with other people, so she ain't she ain't letting she loose. She got like, me real nice. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so hopefully we'll get my man, big O back, uh, next week. And, uh, want to thank, uh, my co-producers, uh, Bumpy and Miss Anna Simakova for making us look and sound wonderful. Once again, it's your man, K.I. from Bed-Stuy. Slow motion for me. See y'all next time. Gia. next week.